All right. So this is the Rockaroo, Colorado Rockies podcast for the fan, by the fan. And as a Rockies fan, I'm pumped because the Rockies made something official. And that is uh, being eliminated from the playoffs. Here's the cool part about that. 2019 Rockies eliminated from the playoffs officially on Wednesday night, I believe. And uh, they go out and sweep the San Diego Padres. So that's that's how the Rockies play, right? When there aren't any real expectations on them, they play like, uh, well, they play like there's no expectations on them and they uh, win games. But <laughs> even before that, you know, they took two of three against uh, St. Louis and then swept the, the Padres at home. And so we're looking at uh, what it, what is that math-wise? That's five out of six, which is not bad. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, they're all the way up to 65 wins now. Uh, they locked in 85 losses, of course, uh, after that St. Louis loss. But, you know, 31 and a half games out of first place. Uh, that's what you're talking about, Ooh. eliminated. And... Um, they're 16 and a half games out of the wild card. But also good news, also good news, uh, the leapfrog uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Ooh. eat that, Pitt. Yeah, Colonel. You got nothing. <laughs> but black is all over your ass. Yeah, and not in the good way. <laughs> oh. uh, so I thought I thought for sure you were gonna open up, <laughs> open it up with a broom broom. <laughs> oh man, come on, that'd be no. We're way past that. I, that'd be a hot needle to the eye. <laughs> yeah, or a cold one, a rusty cold Ooh. one. Well, so let's uh, maybe we just get into it right off the bat. Uh, what are the questions for the Rockies now that they're eliminated? <laughs> well, the good news, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because, in fact, that's something that we don't really even have to put any effort into because our good buddy uh, Thomas Harding already did such a thing. Oh, yeah, T-Hard. On September 12th. Uh, if you missed it, Rockies fan, there was this great article by Thomas uh, titled Questions for Rocks, that's with an X, um, which I'm not a big, just a sidebar, I'm not a huge fan of that with any sports team, uh, specifically socks. Like, come on. It's just it's just an extra letter, you know? Or I guess th- two letters. Well, it's, yeah, like it should it's be... three extra letters. R-O-C-K-X. Nope. <laughs> 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 R-O-C-K-S, that is... Oh yeah, but whatever. That's Rocks. that's just a personal thing. Um, so yeah, but the so- like the Red Sox and White Sox are specifically named the Sox. S O X. I know. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I don't like you it. Would rather than be named S O C K S. Yes. Or huh. get, yeah, for sure. And also, I'd like to see them actually wear Red Sox and White Sox every single time they play. But again. That's beside the point here. So, okay. th- so the title, Interesting. the title, we don't have time to get into frivolous conversation. We've got <laughs> a lot of quotes to get to. So I'm sure most Rockies fans saw this. Maybe not. Maybe everyone's checked out, uh, but that's why we're, you know, that's why we're, you know, dragging ourselves to the microphone here and, um, rushing around town to make sure that all systems are go uh, to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. this. So questions for rocks after postseason elimination. Great picture here with uh, Wade Davis in a very pondering pose in the dugout. I implore you to go look at that when you have some time, listeners. Yes. Um, he was asked hard-hitting questions by the hard-hitting journalism of T-Hard. Thomas Harding. T hard. So I'll let you uh, start us off with what whatever question you want to uh, begin with here. There's what? F- let me let me see real quick. Five questions, and then they're answered by some players and coaches. Well, mainly yeah, some um, players and one one coach specifically. 
the I'm manager. just going to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the manager one is on here. Uh, I'm going to just start off with uh, question number one. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to get us into the intro of the article or anything like this, but this is a question, I guess, that was asked to some of the people. And uh, my this is my most hated answer out of all of the answers. And it comes from the waiter. Um, and it's to this question, question number one, is this a good team that can be better with health and improved performance or one that needs an overhaul? Fair question. That's a good question. I mean, it's probably what all of our, us fans are thinking, like, does our team need an overhaul? We kind of talked about that a little bit. So shortstop Trevor Story, manager Bud Black and Wade Waiter Davis are the individuals that were published their answers were published. I don't know if more people answered this question or what, but here's Wade Davis's answer. Quote, this team won two years in a row. This one was not good from a person personal standpoint. I'm going to perform better. I'm going to prepare better, but I don't think this team needs an overhaul. This team has plenty of talent, but obviously needs to be healthy. A lot of stuff to break down there. I'm going to go. I'm going to just shoot right to the middle of it. This part of it. Oh, I forgot to say unquote uh, after needs to be healthy. Unquote. A lot of pieces to break down there. I'm just going to go right to this one. I'm going to prepare better. Uh, So why did you prepare better? Six, seven months ago, Wade. Like what? Like (laughs) you didn't. You didn't put your best efforts in your preparation. So next season, you're just going to do better. I'm sorry. That really irks me a little bit. You know, like obviously he's having a bad year. He said it. Whether you believe they need a overhaul or not, it just uh, is very uh, annoying. I get that I'm going to p- perform better. Okay. Like I'm going to get more focus. We talk about that. But why aren't you preparing to the top level of your ability. I don't I don't understand that. Yeah, that it that's that's a tough uh one little one little sentence there that's tough to stomach as a Rockies fan. Uh, cuz like you said, like what you weren't preparing better if he would have said maybe different. If he yes. would have said preparing I'll prepare different. But or uh, reevaluate my uh, off season program or yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not a that's not something you want to hear right now as a Rockies fan for sure. Yeah, it's like we got this, no big deal. I'm just gonna we'll be ready, don't worry about it. No, it seems like that's always kind of a thing that happens with the Rockies, these slow starts, and then uh, they're always like, Oh, don't worry, we're they're gonna come around. Yeah. And oh, usually yeah. they do to some extent, but it's, it's very common. So maybe preparation is a big issue. Yeah. Well, and just mindset, we could have that conversation, you know, for eternity. But, um, you know, when you're sitting in the dugout, oh, it's only April. No big whoop. Well, you, you fucked yourself. Yeah. You fucked yourself. Those first 15, let's just face it. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. did recover, but then it just, it was almost like a false a false showing. Um, but yeah, I, at, I don't at like one that. Point in, yeah. At one point in the season, the Rockies were like, uh, I don't know, six games above 500. They or were more. And it's like, geez, like not that that's great, but it's at least there, you know, like I think that they were in second place. They were like at least in contention. They were like probably just a few games out of first. Plus, with a lot oh. of baseball left to play, too. That was in, like, yeah. July, right? Or, or not, excuse me, June, early June. Mid-June, yeah. maybe. Funny funny you bring that up. It was actually June 20th. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, do you want to hear what uh, manager Bud Black and Story had to say? I don't know. Like I'd, those ones were just kind of, uh, I don't know standard talk to me i guess there wasn't anything that i pulled out of those but i could read them off for you if you're interested no i'm uh okay. i'll just give the listener a, a bridged version so bud black essentially said um 
just the health thing. So basically, no, it doesn't need a overhaul. Just healthy. Trevor Story said no on the big overhaul. However, he did specifically bring up DJ and Adam Adovino's name. Um, but he also goes on to say, uh, quote, but I've said it all year. Some of the most talented players are in this clubhouse, unquote. So that's where those two guys stand there. Let's get into question two. Real quick, before we go to question two, I want to say this. Interesting answers from people that would be overhauled in the situation of a clubhouse overhaul or team overhaul. Maybe not story, but Davis and Black would definitely be the first two to be. You would think so. Maybe not. Or our good buddy, um, Unredeemer Shaw. <laughs> okay, let's get to question two. Yes. This, is, this was the question that I wanted to, that, that, that uh, inspired me to bring this up. And question two is, how big of a culprit were injuries? And we have Arnado, Blackman, and Freeland all answering. And... I'll, I'll go through them real quick. I think they all probably need to have their justice. Um, and two of the three are similar. Um, or what's the game? One of these things is not like the other. So yeah, yeah. we'll start with Blackman. I do think first and foremost, year over year, there's not a lot of teams in baseball that have had to deal with the absence of starting pitching for as much as we have. When those guys get hurt or struggle to make those starts, it's going to be hard to replace them or anything. Unquote. It's true. That's a very true statement. Yeah, when eat when Freeland's evil twin shows Ooh, up for the season. A lie. You no. Know? Lie. Where's where's Freeland at? Um well, he's here with a quote like this. But I do want to say it's funny how, remember last season it was big news that, you know, the Rockies were, you know, up until like August or September, they were the only team to have all five starting pitchers still in the rotation. And now this year it's the exact opposite. Yeah. They used like seven pitchers, starting pitchers last year. That actually is pretty impressive. It is. Uh, didn't last. So here's Freeland's. Uh, answer it's the altitude. Yeah. Man. Here's Freeland's answer to the, uh, the injury question. It's a li- quote. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> bit of both period. Having the early injuries comma like to Murphy period. Is that annoying down the stretch when we still had an outside chance of making the playoffs, the injuries just compiled. It's detrimental to your mindset. It's like, how are we going to go out there and pitch when this team sucks donkey? Oh, sorry. I was, I got, no, <laughs> I'm not are you just still within quotes. Are you no. still within the quotes? I shouldn't have done that. That's, that's bad. That's bad radio work right there. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Let's start from the beginning. Quote, it's a little bit of both. Having the early injuries like to Murphy down the stretch when we still had an outside chance of making the playoffs, the injuries just compiled. It's detrimental to your mindset. It's like, how are we going to do this now? Unquote. Okay, so there's two for you. Okay. And then this is the one. I saved it for last on purpose. That may be the same or different. Could be. So this is Nolan Arenado. Quote, that's not why we lost this year. I hope that's not the excuse. Yeah, I think there's some things that need to change. I can't answer all of them, but injuries were not the reason why we lost or we've been losing. Unquote. Hmm. Okay. Which one did you like the best? Nolan Arenado. And I think it finally, that shows some damn leadership right there. Okay. It's not the injuries. Okay. We didn't pitch for shit. We didn't hit when we needed to. I mean, he didn't say that, but that's kind of, whereas Blackman and Freeland were basically blaming it on the injuries and Freeland straight up says it's a mindset. How are we going to do this now? Like, Uh come on, you wuss. I thought you were the big man. I thought you were big cheese out there. Freeland. 
Yeah, like that's the that's the road. You should have the reverse mindset, especially yeah. when you started started off by saying injuries early, like to Murphy. Like you really lose anything with that guy out of the lineup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, I you know like uh, so. Do you think T Hard uh, interviewed everyone and then told know. Arenado what they said? And then got Arenado's quote, or it could. I think these were all independent. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, that's listen. Any time a team doesn't matter what sport goes through struggles like this and the amount of injuries, that question is going to be brought up. And yeah. so I just like that. Well, who knows? Maybe Nolan believes that you know the injuries were the culprit, but he doesn't say that in the press. You know, if you believe right. it, that's one thing. Okay, whatever. Don't say it out loud. Look stupid or you sound stupid. Uh, but I love that Nolan answered it that way. Uh, but it also scares me that he answered that way because he says straight up, yeah, I think there's some things that need to change. And then there's another question later that will get to, you know, kind of my feelings on Nolan moving forward. Yeah, you know, I think that it's good to answer it that way. Dis- like, Freeland's answer is discouraging. Yeah. Um, who knows if that's what his actual mindset was then or if it's just what he pretends his mindset was then now that he's answering it, you know. So um, who knows what his actual mindset was day two after Murphy slammed his finger into the into the dirt and fractured it. But I think the... The, the true answer is no, that's not why they're losing this year because you have to be prepped for injuries and you have to have the depth to deal with it, especially when you're the Colorado Rockies. And I made light joke of it, like, oh, it's probably the, the altitude. But, yeah, you know, recovery in altitude's an issue. Uh, hydration is an issue. So that's just something they need to be aware of. And they also need to know that they have to have that depth so they've got to be able to plug and play, you know, like, you, you, like you're not going to have every year is not going to be like 2018 when you only use seven pitchers. And maybe this year was so bad for the pitching staff because of how many innings they actually did get in. We, I don't know. I don't like to think that, but that could be a, a culprit as well. But when it comes down to it, if you can't make it, if you lose one starting pitcher and you can't make it through that depth, you're you're going to have some serious issues. More importantly, what like what major bullpen guys got injured that really made you think, oh crap, we're not going to like we just lost the season because our bullpen guy went down, you know? Like, and we all know the bullpen was uh, number one uh, evil factor for the 2019 Rockies season. Here's where I am with it. Most of those big injuries didn't happen till they already, you know, pooped the bed. Well, through crap at the fan. Okay. I was going to be, I was trying to be serious and we just okay, drop sorry. a poop and a crap. This is the okay. rockaroo. You could say shit. Okay. We're, right, you know, right. we're men and women here. We're grown. We're grown folk, okay? And if you're not grown, then you're learning, okay? Okay, okay. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the basis of what you said, yes, it was already over, uh, in my in my opinion. You know, the, the July, who, uh, those guys were still healthy in July, and that was just, that was a terrible month, just absolutely terrible. They were healthy in in April, other than Murphy and McMahon was out for a bit, and um, you know they had there was some outfield. I can't was it who was you know? And then of course Desmond was dealing with the sore legs uh, <laughs> all season long, all season. Yeah, but ah crap! I got my ah shit! I just said crap. Ah, what the oh, heck is it. going on around here? <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I I believe that it's those injuries were already already on after it was they had already dropped way too many games to recover from. Um other than barring like a twenty in a row, 
20 games in a row win, which is never yeah. out of the question, I suppose. But you don't really want to count on that, right? Like you said, no. the Rockies no. mentality is always like, well, we'll start slow, but man, will we turn it on in freaking July? Well, they didn't this <laughs> season. Um, no. You don't want that. You 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 want a week to week, day to day winning mentality. Uh, so yeah, the injury thing. You know, Ober goes down, but again, already too late. Um, you know, I guess Anderson, Tyler Anderson, is really the only one you could make that argument for, which is fairly big. Um, you know, Freeland did have the blister, which could have been the spiral of his whole season. I think. Uh, Chad Chad Bettis had a had a blister early as well, if I remember. But um, yeah, so I'm still I'm still hanging with Nolan. No, that the injuries is not the reason. Plus, that's part of sports, right? You gotta be you gotta have the depth. You said it earlier. You gotta have the depth. That's why maybe when I brought up signing James Shields in the offseason yeah. wasn't the dumbest thing ever. So no, and who they maybe tried to get him out of, you know, and he was just like, I'm done. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to ruin my big game James <laughs> nickname to pitch in Colorado, uh, which could be a serious problem for the Rockies moving forward. Yes. Yes. Or, I mean, probably already is. I don't know. That's an assumption speculation. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's move on to question three. So, hey, do you think, actually, before I say this, do you think Thomas uh, asked these players these questions exactly as it's written in the article, you know? Um, I don't know. Goes up to Tony Walters and he's like, hey, Tony, does the starting pitching need to be overhauled? That usually means adding veterans, something with which the team has had mixed results in the past. I would say no. If When you phrase it like that, <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> Well, Thomas, uh, this year was an opportunity to get better, and to get better, sometimes you you have to fall, and we're falling right now. But I can't wait to see how we are when we're all up and ready to be going, and I'm excited for this next year. Lame. Thanks, Tony. I'll get that in there for you. Uh, super optimistic. Yeah, I like the, that's good. I like the point of like, hey, like you got to learn from your failure, you know. Like, oh, for sure. That's kind of what he's getting at, but can we assume that just because you fail means that you learn from it? I don't. I don't know. These guys need to learn from this junk, and from what I've seen this season, the answer is no. Because you don't. You don't have to learn. You don't have to have an entire year of failure to learn from it. You could fail like the last time you pitch, and then you know tomorrow you could be better. You know you could. <laughs> you could swing at a 2-0 pitch and tomorrow, <laughs> you know, not swing at it. Yeah. You know? So, um, I get it. I get what he's saying. I do like the optimistic tone. It's a, it's pretty, it's a, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but I do like the opt- optimism from it. Yeah. It's better than, than not, but it almost like it almost also the way you, you read it was kind of a, a setup too, but uh, yeah, yeah, of course, right? Oh, here, should I read? Should I read it in a different tone and see how it sounds? Uh, yeah, let's see. Well, b- let's do that. But first, I want to say this: it almost sounds the way you read it. It sounds like, well, I'm still getting my paycheck, so. <laughs> yeah, let's try. Here, a different let's try. Tone. Let's try a different tone. Okay, Tony. Does the starting pitching need to be overhauled? That usually means adding veterans, something with which the team has had mixed results in the past. This year was an opportunity to get better. And and to get better, sometimes you have to fall. And we're falling right now. But I can't wait to see how we are when we are all up and ready to be going. And I'm excited for this next year. Yeah, I don't know. Different impression? Yeah, but I just I don't see Tony saying it that way. I think your your first way was uh, more Tony. <laughs> more Walter Tony. Spot on. Oh, okay. Let's get to Herman's. Do you want to read it or do you want me to? I'll go for it. I'll do it. Okay. So Herman, 
gets asked the same question, no, I'm not going to read it the fourth time. If you, <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please don't. Okay. If you do an accent, just be very careful. I'm not doing an accent. No way. Okay. No way, Jose. Yeah. Uh, so Herman Marquez says, I don't like to hear that. I like to compete. I don't like to hear opinions about our situation here. The same guys here pitching better can get us to the playoffs. Huh? I like it. That's almost huh? that's almost like a, a fuck you reporter for asking that. Yeah. Yeah. Should, now, should I try it in, in a Tony Walters tone or? Yeah. That's a joke. Oh yeah. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Let me let me see if I that's a hard uh, quote to to retone. I'll try Let's it. See. You want okay, me to try it? Yeah, yeah, you do it. I don't like <laughs> to hear that. I like to compete. I don't like to hear opinions about our situation here. The same guys here pitching better can get us to the playoffs. Now, I always because I don't know where Herman is with his English, so that might be through a translator. So you'd never mm. know how things like that. So, you know, I, I, I'm always, uh, you know, I always take skeptical. The, well, not, I don't know if skeptical is the right word, but we'll use it because I don't have a better one right now. But yeah, uh, when I hear from, from non English first language speakers, just because you never know, you never know with that stuff. But the the nuts and bolts of it, I do like, especially the I don't like to hear opinions about our situation here, reporter. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like to hear that. Why are you asking me that piece of yeah, crap? Yeah, pretty much. I like to compete here. Yeah, I don't like to hear opinions about our situation here. Now I got a guys. Yeah, yeah. I got a That's date good. with an IV. Let me get to my business. <laughs> so here's here's the one here's the other thing with these quotes. I'm going to read this next one because it, there's some pieces of it also that make you like. It's just weird quotes quotes and articles. You got to take them kind of with a grain of salt, as as you earlier said, because people sometimes the quotes get in here, and I'm like, people don't talk like that. So here's here's Freeland's answer. We've learned that over the past two to three years, this pitching staff, like I don't even. Okay, we've learned over learned that over the past two to three years. Period. Okay, like so. What does that mean? That that's not a complete sentence, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's this pitching. Poor, that's poor writing right there. Right? <laughs> I guess that is, but it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We've oh, I think over it's the past two to three years. I don't know. Yeah. This pitching staff can do the same thing as a pitching staff that's loaded with veteran arms. Some guys are starting to become veterans. John Gray is creeping into that category. I'm starting to get more and more years under my belt. Same thing with Marquez and Antonio Sensentella. Sends a boy, tell him. But like, who uses first and last names like that? In quotes. In a like you're never gonna call somebody by their first and last name. Yeah, you you're right. That. I didn't notice that. Some guys are starting to become. <laughs> John Gray is creeping into that category. <laughs> they, they don't do that and call him Johnny or John or Gray. They, they yeah. Don't talk with first and last names. And then he says same thing with Marquez and Antonio Sensatella. Sends a boy, tell him. Yeah, I mean, that that might be the writer just sticking that in there. But usually you're supposed to put the brackets in there. Yeah, uh, but they're not in this they're one. They're not. But anyways, uh, nothing really big or big to take out of that. I like Marquez. Tony's super optimistic. Marquez is like, puts up the big middle finger, and Freeland is like, no. Again, though, it's like, hey, two of these guys are like, hey, you would be probably, I don't know if you'd say they'd be part of the overhaul but uh, i would have liked to maybe see one of them say yeah you know it'd be nice to have it never hurts to have that extra oomph in your pitching staff you know it's like yeah we got some guys here but we can also can always take a look at it yeah for sure well especially if you need depth or a guy who has been successful in the league but again it's just like man uh, I just, I don't know, like, who, 
Like you're Who looking comes at to Colorado. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, unless you get dole out a billion dollars, which <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I'll tell yeah. you, unless you want to do it, I don't really have any interest in question uh, four. But if you want to go for it, you can take us through. Um, I don't. Okay. That's the. Uh, um, what is this one? That's the. Uh, 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 can homegrown products continue to facilitate winning, or could the Rockies try to make a free agency splash, or should the Rockies try to make a free agency splash? Well, that's such a yeah. I don't. But it's such a bullshit question because then your three guys answering are Black McMahon and Arenado, who are all homegrown, all-star level type guys. Like, what are you yeah, doing, and, Thomas? And McMahon directly would be affected from. He's already he's already seen it twice, but yeah. Yes. So, uh, add story to that as well. Freeland Marquez. I mean, we'll we'll put Marquez as a homegrown guy. But let's get to question five. Question okay. five is: two important contract situations aren't immediate, but bear watching. Arenado is at the beginning of an eight-year, two hundred sixty million dollar deal, but he Ooh. has an opt-out clause after 2021. Additionally, Story is heading into his second year of arbitration and could be a candidate for a multi-year deal. How are they feeling? Do you want to hear Arenado or Story first? Really, first I want to I want to know how was that question really posed to Arenado and Story? Well, we don't how know. How are you guys that. feeling? I know we don't like okay that's just my problem with these journalists sometimes and some of the crappy read out there not just with this but but anyways we don't know but let's yeah let's hear the answers i'm excited <laughs> are you because uh yeah you just yeah. did a big old screech in 180 right there all right let's go arenado the way it is in the article he, hey arenado how are you feeling about your contract situation microphone oh, yeah, in face yeah <laughs> it's like that uh you ever see that skit on snl with bill Hader? he was like an old old guy uh, news reporter on the scene news reporter and you know he would like he'd be asking people and he'd just like slam the microphone into their faces yes. have, oh my god okay i envisioned that hey yeah, nolan how yeah. are you feeling with your current contract situation oh oh all right so here we go nolan quote and this is good one, folks. This is real good. Quote, <laughs> a couple years away, obviously. I don't know what the plan is, but I want to win now. When you sign a long-term deal, you sign here expecting to win. And when you don't, it's hard to dot, dot, dot. It's almost like, well, what am I playing for? <laughs> That's why they signed me to win. I don't know. That's down the road. I don't even think about those things, but I want to win. Now I took some liberties with with my delivery there. On, oh, end quote, sorry. After, yeah, but yeah. I want to win. So that's basically like, hey, dickheads, the reason I wanted that opt-out clause in there was because I want to make sure we're doing everything we can to win. And yeah. this season we did not do that. Did the opposite of that, actually. Almost, yeah, almost. Um, you know, there was still, hey, there were opportunities. Send a message. Boom, make a trade. Yeah. You know, maybe even if that was a Charlie Blackman. But the problem is you got to, I mean, he was playing well. He was an all-star. That wouldn't really be. Yeah. It was mainly like a, or a, really a Darren Holmes would have been the perfect sacrifice, I think. But yeah. whatever chicken shit there so here's stories maybe i should have finished with nolan's because it was better but stories answer was quote this is my fourth season we've been to the playoffs two out of the four years i feel like we have a really good team if that if that's something that comes <laughs> up in the off season to where we can come together on something that would be great i don't think it would be fair to rule anything out just because of one bad year I got to go get to this pack of Oreos. It's calling my name End quote. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, which by the way, we didn't 
talk about that. That was brought up on the broadcast and around uh, the all-star break time or something. But uh, it just makes me like story even more that he's a big Oreo fan. And he, he only eats them on like Sundays or something because, you know, oh, he's a professional like athlete. A yeah, he's yeah. a professional athlete. He can't be out there eating Oreos every day. Daniel. <laughs> well, he can if you work out. Daniel. Well, hey, uh, on Tuesday, September 10th, Chichi Gonzalez got his first uh, major league win in quite Chichi. some time. Since 2015. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Hey, he's been pitching yeah. pretty solidly. That outing in LA it was damn good. Offense gonna do shit though. Ha 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 Fucking Woody Woodpecker. The Woody Woodpecker offense is, you know, I think what it like. Finally, they get some pitching and offense is just like because didn't it like the night before they scored like nine runs and lost yeah, like twelve yeah. to nine or just silly. <laughs> Well, this time they scored two in the first and didn't score again the rest of the game, but that was enough. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a hey, good. Talk about crazy, right? Chichi yes. only gives up a one earned run in six innings, and Brian Shaw doesn't give up a run at all. Gordon, the wild thing, Bombay <laughs> doesn't give up a run, strikes out two. In comes uh, Diaz, Pyro. Rick and Dalton, he goes two baby. innings. Yeah, gets the two inning save. Blam, boom, blam. That's pretty, pretty exciting. That's how you draw it up, right? Side. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good for the good, good game, right? On the pitching side, the yeah, absolutely. Wasn't too excited. Not a lot going on on the for the hitters, but uh, Arenado did what uh, what he does. So that's always exciting. Boom, Bomnado. Two runs in the first, and that's all they needed. Liked it. Pencil him in for 41-30, but then playoffs, that's, you better use, uh, well, you better use pencil. So you can ink him in, use the pen for the 31-40, make sure you use the pencil for the playoff uh, stats. Yeah, because that's when it gets shaky. That's when it gets shaky. Or non-existent, really, Mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. And then the very next night, boom, Sensatella's like, what, Chi-Chi? I got this. I got this, too. Six in, almost like an identical line. Uh, it may have been identical. What did, hold on, what did Chi-Chi do? So he does uh, six innings, four hits, one earned run, zero walks, four strikeouts. And you want to guess what Sensatella did? The same. That's my uh, guess. Almost the same. Okay. Six innings, four <laughs> hits, one earned run. He did walk two guys, but he got one extra strikeout, five strikeouts. So <laughs> outside of the, the two walks and the and the strikeout, identical line. Nice. And then uh, in comes Parsons. He gets a, uh, a hold, one inning. Gordon, the wild thing, Bombay, comes in and does it again. Only strikes out one dude, but goes a full inning. And then in comes Pyro. Zap! He walked a guy, but hey, there's the save. Just a one-inning save this time, but yeah, another uh, impressive pitching performance. I guess the pitching staff doesn't need to be overhauled, Thomas Harding. Huh? Well, may- maybe it still does. I, I don't know, but another uh, another good pitching outing. The Rockies win again, 2-1. to one. Exact same score. This time they scored their two runs in the bottom of the sixth or the bottom of the fifth and sixth so not uh not the uh exciting first inning and never scoring again but it was the uh exciting comeback win down by one run and uh desmond hits a freaking monster and it was a another exciting little outing the next game after that not so exciting (laughs) wondering how you were gonna segue into that the, the pitching kind of uh goes back to what we expected poor old melville he wasn't on uh youtube so uh, uh he, he gives up five earned runs only goes three innings the cardinals 
put 10 on the board and the Rockies could only muster three. He did score more than the last two games, but uh, uh, he got outscored in that one. So nothing, nothing worth noting there unless you wanted to talk about something. Yeah, I do. First off, back-to-back home runs to lead off that game by Dexter and Wong. Um, oh, well, yeah. Which is funny. And then, so I was <laughs> I was able to catch the, the beginning of that game on Thursday afternoon, and it was the first inning. And I don't know if it was a ball, like a grounder hit to the first baseman or hit to the, the second baseman throw into first, but... I saw the first baseman and I was like, whoa, that's not Daniel Murphy or Yonder Alonso. Did they call up Roberto Ramos? Is he playing? I'm all pumped up. I'm excited. No, it's Snowman, Josh Fuentes. Uh, yeah. And he goes yard in that game, which is sweet. So uh, there's a lot of position, positionally player-wise, there's a lot of guys I think to be excited about. Uh, yeah. Fuentes being one of them, really. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, we can, yeah. I just don't think a free agent route is necessary unless you, unless you do. It it'd be more to me like a trade. Like get Blackman out of here. You know, get someone who can really play the field, or get Blackman out of here for some pitching prospects. I guess because they don't have a choice. Uh, I guess they can refuse the play. <laughs> But, um, you know, and if you feel comfortable yeah. with Hilliard out there or or something like that, but get a little more athletic there in the outfield, I think is is a necessity. Or hey, move Charlie to first. You know, yeah, just do it. You know, if you like his bat enough, um, you know, but hit him third or fourth for for crying out loud. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem if the I don't like, there's no big free agents out there that I'd be like, Oh yeah. Especially, I mean, a free agent first baseman that was like really exciting. uh, That would be cool. They've had such problems at first base since Helton left. And I mean, they obviously don't want to give McMahon a shot. I don't know why, but Murphy's not the answer. Yeah. They might next year. Uh, But it'd be cool to get like a, a Brayu or a big, I don't know. Brayu's maybe not the guy now, but like if you, it, like you made mention a while ago, like if you had someone like a Josh Bell, yeah. Uh, but there's just not a, there's not a, a really super exciting first base option out there in free agency. I don't think coming that you'd be like, oh yeah, that guy. Let's get that guy. Right. You know that it's not like unless Rizzo's coming up. I don't think he is. I hate that guy anyway. Yeah, so. I'm, I was kind of surprised you <laughs> put his name. Plus, I just saw he's he's injured here, uh, foot injury yeah. or something. So, uh, you know, I'd rather see them go after if they're going to do big free agent. I'd still rather see it in the pitching side of things. I don't yeah. think you, I don't think you close any doors when it comes to pitching in the off season, like. You go after everything. No, you might need to give uh, Kyle Kendrick a call. That's Kyle Kendrick, not Hendricks. Kyle <laughs> Kendrick. Uh, Jason Marquis, if he's available, those guys. Yeah. All hands on deck, you know. Get them out there, even if they're a player coach. We'll take them. Desmond, give her to Black and make Desmond a player manager. I think that'd be great, especially if – um. Did I see right? Is this right? Is next season they're going to have a 26-man roster and then in February or in September it's going to be 27? Something like that? Am I... I don't know. I shouldn't have I remember. No, I remember there being some talk about uh, extended rosters for next year, but I didn't know anything was finalized on that. Let's see. Because I know there's some things changing in 20... 20. I think also uh, players are going to be a lot to... designated hitter? No. I don't know if that is uh, just yet, but uh, I think there's going to be some uniform stuff where like players can wear more, can wear fancy stuff. Um, oh, like gold and bazazzle? Yeah, like on their... I don't know if nice. that's for 
for sure or not. Um, I'm like really sequence. just, yeah, man. Fucking <laughs> black light. How cool would that be? A black light game. Black oh, light yeah. weekend. That, that would be, be freaking glow awesome. in the dark ball. Oh, uh, now yeah. come on MLB. You know, you want to, you know, you want yeah. to, okay, here, yeah. here's what, here's what happened in 2019. Uh, and I don't know how many people knew about, I didn't know about this until recently. So the inning, the breaks between innings went from two minutes and five seconds to a flat two minutes. Okay. Okay. And during nationally televised games from two minutes, 25 seconds to two minutes. So small change, but a change nonetheless. Mound visit uh, was reduced from six to five. Obviously, we know about the trade deadline stuff. Um, and then the, the all-star game fan voting, which, you know, and then the, the, the payment to the, the, um, the prize money for the home run derby. Mm-hmm. And then if the, that game would have gone into extra innings, they would have done the old uh, runner on second base, which I just, man, I really don't like. But... Um, so here's 2020 stuff. You ready? Now this is per uh, yeah. CBS Play it on me. per CBS Sports. So I don't know okay. if you trust them or not, but I can get on board with that. So for 2020, the active roster limit from opening day through August 31st and postseason will increase from 25 to 26. Ooh. The minimum number of active players will increase from 24 to 25, so that's a minimum. Interesting. And for double headers, it will go from 26 to 27. So next season will uh, be the will be a 26 man roster. One extra guy. That's going to be a big difference. That's that's a big deal. Like that's a big. It is a big deal. deal. So what I was getting at. Leave Ian on the team. Fire Black. Make Ian a player manager. That would be, that'd be awesome. And Ian's growing his hair out, if you've noticed, which is real cool. Um, I still, man, I still like D twenty. Yeah, I think he, you know, that, that maybe we'll have that conversation in the off season. Um, so, so roster wise, how does that work? You like when he manages, he's a manager, and you get an extra dude. And then when he plays, no. uh, oh, he's so just, just kind of gotcha. Yeah, he's just always a player. Yeah, got it. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, I could, you know, it'd be interesting to see something like that. I think. Why not? Yeah. But anyway, okay. Where Why were the we? The hell not. Twenty-five to twenty-six. So was that it on the changes? No, nope. Okay. Well, I mean, kind of, uh, well, no, there's, there's a big one that I didn't know until, and these were, these came out like at the beginning of this season, I think, I just think they were, and, and dummy and dummy too, just don't do their jobs. Well at all. We know that now. I mean, why have they not brought this? They were talking about this, you know, earlier this month about September call-ups, they should have known. Why would, why did they not know about this? Like we're a podcast. Mm. This is a hobby podcast. Okay. They're professionals yeah. that do this every day, man. It's, yeah, it's, they the should hell? be embarrassed. Yeah. Okay. I, I would agree with that. So rosters for 2020 going to from 25 to 26. And then in September, no more 40 man, no more 40 man. So from September 1st until, oh, it says through the end of the championship season, which oh. is interesting, clubs can carry yeah. 28 players. 28. Oh, okay. So even through playoffs, even on playoff rosters. Yeah. That's, uh, that's big. Really big. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Now, here's another really big thing, I think. The number of pitchers a club may carry on the active roster will be capped at a number determined by the joint committee. So apparently that number hasn't been settled on yet. Mm. But that's kind of 
I mean, very dictatorship here, you know? <laughs> Clubs yeah. must designate each of its players as either either a pitcher or a position player prior to each player's first day on the active roster for a given season. So you can't flip-flop them through the season. Oh, you know, I did read this because they made the new uh, double, uh, whatever, swing player rule. The two-way player. The two-way player rule. I've read about that. Yeah, okay, okay, go on. So uh, clubs must designate each of its players as either a pitcher or position player prior to each player's first day on the active roster for a given season. That designation will remain in effect for the player and cannot change for the remainder of the championship season and postseason. So wait, now I'm confused. Is this just for... Is this all season or just the postseason? It didn't say that at the beginning of the... Oh, it's all season. Okay. It's all season. Okay. Yeah. So um, no player on the active roster other than those designated as pitchers by the club may appear in a championship season or postseason game as a pitcher except in the following scenarios. Players designated as a two-way player. A player qualifies as a two-way only if he or she. It doesn't say that, but why not? Is it? A, yeah, right. Is it against the yeah. rules to have women? That's no. a whole different conversation, man. Uh, yeah. But anyway, a player qualifies as a two-way player only if that player occurs at least 20 major league innings pitched and at least 20 major league games started as a position player, a designated hitter with at least three plate appearances in each of those games in either the current championship season or prior championship season. I think I got, got myself in too deep. I didn't really want to get into this two way player stuff, but um, we could look into that a little bit further. If, uh, if we want to get into it, but it is, it is interesting. Cause it's like, how do you qualify as a two way player? If you can't play the other position when you're designated at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, here's what I really wanted to get to. And I thought that it was what was next, but it ended up being the, the number <laughs> of pitchers. This is a big one, folks. Minimum number of batters for pitchers. Okay. So this says okay. subject. Nope. My scroll sabotage me. Okay. The office of the commissioner will implement an amend official baseball rule 510G requiring that starting pitchers and relief pitchers must pitch to either a minimum of three batters or the end of a half inning with exceptions for <laughs> incapacitating injury or illness. The Players Association has agreed that it will not grieve or otherwise challenge the office of the commissioner's implementation of the amended rule. That's a big one. So that essentially means you got to face three batters or finish the inning. That so basically no matchups. Means, yeah, and also it means, Shaw, you're worthless now. Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not – I'd be willing to, you know, test you out, see if you could get one dude out knowing that I can yank you if you don't, you know, but now it's, you're, you're in there until you get three dudes out. Yeah. So I think, and uh, or, or you got to see some balloon. Yeah. Ballooning. Or, well, or I guess you got to fake an injury to three guys. You don't have to get them out. Right. You have to pitch to three guys. Right. Okay. Oh, well, that's a little bit better. A little Still bit. A little shaky, but yeah. Um, but that's Dang. like that, you know, that uh, eliminates the whole, hey, let's bring in, let's bring in Shaw to face this righty, bring in um, McGee to face this lefty, and then bring in Carlos to face this other righty. Um, can't do that. Right? Can't do it. Right, yeah. Which That's, uh, that's big. So that, I think that and the 26-man roster, those are two big changes that, I don't think, you know, I don't watch, you know, MLB quick pitch every night or stuff like that. But the, the, those are two big things, like very game changing, yeah. fundamental, maybe not so much the roster, but definitely the three pitcher thing for sure. Or excuse me, three batter, three batter. That's big time. 
Big time. I, I mean, and, and that's also a rule where they think that it's going to speed up the game a little bit. Right. That's why, yes, that's why I think... Which we'll see, because if a guy gets blown up... I guess it is just three batters, though, so... You know, like, you walk a dude... Like, if you get blown up, then I guess you intentionally walk a guy just to make sure you don't give up a homer, and then you you change him out, right? I so guess that like would be a loophole. I mean, that'd be the only way around it. I mean, that's what you would do, right? If, if So what's your scenario here? You give up a well, hit. You, like, you come in. Yeah. You give up a hit. You don't want yeah, to face... Yeah, give up a jack, let's say. Boom, a jack. Oh, a homer, okay. And that's then, one batter. And then a double. A double. That's two. Yeah. And the, the manager wants to make a change. So you just yeah, walk the next it's guy. Like the guy obviously just doesn't have it. Yeah. Oh, so you man. just walk him. That is, that's, that's crazy. Because otherwise you've got to pitch to that guy. Maybe the pitcher, like you just know, like, like do you really take your chances? Yeah. It, it, it'll be another fold of strategy for sure. Yeah, man, that's tricky. I hope he, I hope Desmond's ready for that stuff. <laughs> he will be. He will be. He can't put himself in as pitcher though, because he's got to designate himself as a position player or a pitcher. So, no. What was he could be? They could does. Let's read that again. Let's go back to that, just real quick, because now I'm curious. Because that would be cool. Let's get Desmond as manager, a bullpen guy, and then you know he can play a little first. He can play a little second, a little short, left, center, right if he needs to. I mean, versatility, you know. D20, the translator utility. Yeah. All right. A two-way player. A player qualifies as a two-way player if that player occurs at least 20 major league innings pitched and at least 20 major league games started as a position player or designated hitter. So... That's that would mean that. How would you cure those if you're not if he has to be allowed de- to pitch? Yeah, or designate yeah. that. That's interesting. He better they better get him in twenty games this season. The rest, <laughs> twenty innings. Twenty pitched. innings. He's Ooh. already started twenty games. He's just got to get. He's yeah, got that's one. What I meant. He's got one. They need nineteen more. <laughs> yeah, get him nineteen. But they can they can do that before the end of the year. For sure. <laughs> what? Yeah. A, I don't know if I like any of that stuff. Like I'm down for the 26 man roster. Like, okay. The three batter thing. Yikes. I I mean, I guess it's not my favorite thing, but I guess I'm not going to go pick it against it, but designating, I mean, I guess it's not that huge of a deal right now. So I guess they want to avoid what, what's the reasoning they want to avoid position players pitching for an inning in, in mop-up duty? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I guess. What the? What do they care? What? I don't know. I think Rob Memphis is just a bad commissioner. Out of his mind. Yeah, he's oh, just he a bad commissioner. Is. There's no doubt about that. It's stupid. I don't know what they're trying to avoid there, but... But that's hey, the thing. To- Wait, one last little mini rant. Why are you focusing on that Stuff like that that's <laughs> means nothing when like the real biggest issue is strike zone right now. Yeah. Well the strike zone is a directive from him, so it's not an issue in his mind. <laughs> okay, so Rockies win ten to five to complete the sweep. I don't know. Did you want to talk about do you want to talk about those games? Just one thing on uh yeah. f- I think it was Friday night's game. So Hampson is playing. Story is playing. Story is leading off and Garrett Hampson is hitting second. What is the logic right there? What kind I want to know. I need to know. I have to know. I won't be able to sleep. I need to know what kind of <laughs> analytics they have that justifies that. <laughs> now Hampson did go yard, big boy territory, which was sweet. Yes. Man, what is going on? Story also went yard. So he it's did. like, whoa. He did. Yeah. 
Twice, so, right? Twice wow. in that game. Yeah. Yep, twice in that game. In the fourth inning and in the sixth inning. So, uh, if you work for the Rockies front office, their analytics <laughs> department, please let us know what the analytic is saying that Hampson bats behind Trevor's story and in front of Nolan Arenado, which, I mean, that, and, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And plays center field. <laughs> and also, why are you playing Valeka at second uh, base? Valeka's hot, though, baby. Hey. Yeah, he is. Maybe he that, is that's, you know, that they always say it about football, right, in the preseason, like get you some yeah. good tape on you. Maybe good yep. good tape for a trade. I like it. Yeah. The Rockies uh barely pull it off in that next game. They were up big, gave up five and eighth, ended up winning uh, eleven to ten on Saturday. So um that was uh, interesting that the let that uh kinda happen, but our man the dealer did not uh to not deal anything. Ooh, that, that was night. ugly. He, yeah, he's going to be uh, hurt by the, the three batter minimum. <laughs> yes, he will be hurt by the three batter minimum. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that, uh, that fifth inning got a little, or the five run eighth inning got a little, little sketchy, but it opened the door for Tonoko to come in, get his save, mm-hmm. which was sweet. It was sweet. Um, there were a bunch of different guys putting up saves this weekend. So the, the Rockies like quadrupled their win output from the last 20 games. So that was cool. That was cool. Well, not quite. They tripled it, right? They tripled their win output in the last 10 games from the previous 20 or less. Yeah. Six games, whatever, something like that. What'd they win? Five games before that. Well, three out of 20 and then (laughs) five of their last six. So here we go. It's itching their way back to the 80 mark. (sighs) Starting to feel good, baby. Yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about before we go into the quick preview with little emotion? I don't know. Uh, I do. There's one thing I want to say. It's not Rockies related. Just a quick shout out to Trevor Simeon. Uh, get getting the start on Monday night football tonight. Uh, yeah. I love seeing that. I was always a tr- Trevor Simeon guy. Uh, yeah. I think he got uh, a bad rap. You know, they went, he went nine and seven with a defense that was given up rushing yards. Like, you know, it, it was their mama's birthday. I don't know what that means, mm-hmm. but I think you the running backs mama. Sh- yeah. Oh, yeah. Making him yeah. look good on so, his mama's, but yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 yeah so, uh, just, uh, just wanted to say that. And Demarius Thomas is a New York jet. So we got the, uh, you know, the East coast Rockies. And now apparently we got the East coast Broncos. Yeah. The Rockies tonight, Monday, September 16th, take on the Mets at Coors field. They're going to have a three game set there. We're going to see Melville again tonight. Uh, that game's about to start. Antonio Sensatella will be pitching. Sends a boy, Sends a tell, boy him. tell him. And uh, he's going to be going against the Mets, Stephen Matz. So that should be, uh, it should be an interesting one. The Mets kind of uh, have been playing fairly well. So hopefully the Rockies can put a little sting to their potential postseason run. Then the, uh, the catch Stroman and Melville is going to be trying to take that guy down. And then, of course, Thor, and in comes Hoffman. So that is the New York Mets. That's the Rockies' next game, three games. That takes us to Wednesday, September 18th. Thursday the 19th is a free day for the Rockies. And then they're going to take on the dreaded Dodgers for a three-game set all the way through Sunday. I don't know who's going to be pitching. They're all to be determined. Uh, but hopefully the Rockies can actually win some games against the Dodgers this year. That would be a nice uh, series to sweep. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, it would go, be. I agree. Go right ahead. Sorry, I I never know like because you always get on your rolls in the game previews, and I sometimes I I, I never know what uh, 
talk about etiquette and I'm sitting right shit I should be standing while you're doing the game preview man oh, yes oh. I thought like I thought shit. for sure you were I was just so zoned in yeah. on my mobile device looking at the game preview that I have I uh, didn't even see you over there otherwise I would have been like <laughs> hey stand this shit up yeah bro um, I, I agree I think uh, I mean what an easy statement how great it would be be for the Rockies to sweep the Dodgers in Los Angeles. Uh, they might have yeah. their players shut down, though, man. They might be throwing out double-A guys. Because uh, <laughs> do they have? They probably have a number one seed locked up as well, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they probably do. I don't know. They've got uh, a Y next to their name, which means the division is locked up. Uh, what do you have to have to get the number one seed? Well, overall record. Something. Oh, no, I, know. X, I was wondering Z? if they had an X or something. Yeah, they don't have that yet. So, okay. Uh, losers. Fucking down. losers, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know who's even number two in the Cardinals. No, the freaking Braves, dude. Oh, the Braves. That's right. That's yeah. right. 93 wins. The Cardinals are 83 wins. That Central Division, I guess they beat up on each other a little bit. I don't know. They're either all good or they all suck. I still don't know the... <laughs> I don't know the answer. Yeah. Oh, you know, a big bummer. I just will say this, though. Uh, Christian Yelich going out for the Brewers. Hate to be a Brewers fan, but... Uh, I was going to What yeah. do you mean, bummer? He's done. Yeah, he's, you know, it sucks when good players go down, you know? like I like Yelich if he didn't play for the Brewers, right? Like, Brewers yeah. are on the list now because of last season. For me, yeah, you know, there's a list, you right? Brewers, it's yeah, like Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Brewers now, uh, Phillies. That's kind of, you know, that's worn off a little bit. Red Sox, Red Sox, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's there's always a list, and you know, teams get added and teams get removed, but right. All right. Well, that concludes the. Uh... The preview. So all I have left to say is, uh, go Rockets! That was a good one.